0: Hello, dreamers. Welcome back to the show. If this is your first time watching or listening, welcome. Thanks for stopping by. Hit subscribe on the YouTube channel, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at livinthedream 506 Share it, tell your friends about it, all that good stuff, everything helps. So thanks, at the very least, for just being here. My guest today is the lead singer and guitarist of the folk rock project out of Nashville, Tennessee, known as Arts Fishing Club. His name is Christopher Kesnick and their new EP, The Show, is out today. So go give it a listen wherever you get your music, and let's get into it.
1: Hey, I'm Christopher of Arts Fishing Club, and I'm living the dream. Living the dream. on
0: how much man how are you
1: i'm doing great how are you
0: good 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 good
1: where 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 are you out of and your name is chris as well correct
0: correct so yeah yeah, you go by christopher
1: uh a little bit uh, a little bit more it it doesn't bother me too too much but my mom just like always (laughs) forced me to introduce myself as christopher so it's yeah it's kind of like i always introduce myself that way and then whatever people call me that's, I got gotcha. you. Chill.
0: With. I, I get it because my son's name is Michael, so when okay. I hear people people call him Mike, I'm like, eh,
1: right, <laughs> right, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I get that for sure. But but you go by Chris, right? Correct. Cool, cool. Love it. Uh, where
0: are you? Where are you out of? So I'm in New Brunswick, Canada.
1: Oh, right on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I listened to your. I think I listened did you have uh two of the guys from the head and the heart on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, li- I listened to that
0: uh yeah that. I had tyler tyler and kenny
1: right 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 on yeah cool.
0: those guys are awesome
1: yeah I, I mean i don't i don't know but i enjoyed the <laughs> i enjoyed the uh the cast with them
0: yeah well, i only know them from this right but
1: <laughs> right
0: big fan right on so christopher it's Kesnick. cool yeah. interesting yeah christopher weird. Kesnick. yep Arts fishing club. I like it.
1: Thanks. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's the old squad.
0: So arts fishing club, where's, what's that name come from? I have to ask.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No worries. Um, actually. So when I first started playing music, I started uh, playing with my little cousin and, um, we played like this open mic and we needed a name for the open mic and our grandfather used to uh, always take us fishing. And one time on a fishing trip, we kind of made t-shirts that were like arts. And my grandfather's name is Art, um, Arthur. And uh, so we had made these arts fishing club t-shirts just for some of the, um, uh, for all of us that were on it. And uh, so when we played that open mic, my cousin said, oh, let's name it that. And I was like, super not into it because- (laughs) Nobody's ever going to take that seriously, blah, blah, blah. Um, But then the more that I kind of thought about it, I loved. um, So my other grandfather is also named Arthur. So both my grandfathers were named Art. um, And so it felt like, oh, that's kind of, you know, that's really interesting. That's an homage to them, to both of them. And then then beyond that, I I just liked kind of this metaphor of approaching music and creativity like, I was taught to go out fishing where it's like, you know, you're, you're going out there and you're casting with the intention of success every single time. So it's purposeful, but like you're, you, um, you know, you, if you judge your success by, by the end of the day, like catching a big fish, you're never going to be happy. It's more about, you know, being in the boat and drinking some beers with the people that you love. But at the same time, Trying your ass off because it's way more fun when you do catch big fish and, and the people that do it a lot, like I'll be in the same boat with my cousins who are, you know, who they fish a lot better than I do. And it's same boat, same tackle, same everything. And they're just ripping fish and I'm just nothing, you know what I mean? So it's, uh, I, I I love that sort of metaphor that kind of just started coming up with man that's just like music how like you know it's kind of this weird chance thing but at the same time it's not at all chance it's it's about going out every day and just you know casting.
0: so putting in the work
1: put putting in the work putting yeah exactly so um and then you know it's just not about like whether or not you have a big fish like a big six you know hit or anything like that it's just more about doing it so right little hallmarky whatever i don't know what, what do you want to call it but um uh, yeah we uh, we all liked it and so we just stuck with it
0: i like it i, I like it way more now that i know why because like cool. arts is like arts possessive it's exactly fishing club yeah so I, well, the way i read it obviously like being in being in the arts right like music and arts fishing club So I was kind of just, that's why I had to ask, right? Like I, I didn't understand it, but I love it now.
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And it's, it is funny because, uh, uh, people die. They just hate the fact that we don't have, that we don't include that apostrophe there. So (laughs) many, I mean, constantly emails, people are adding it in, adding it. And so that's like a little, I don't know if it's like a masochist, masochistic side of me, but I. I get it we get a kick out of it every single time that uh people are like adding it that in, and then we're like oh, no or we leave <laughs> it out people those the grammar the grammar police out there just lose their minds, so
0: it's right. funny so you did fish your whole life
1: yeah uh terribly i'm a am I'm a, a, I'm a, I'm a bad fisherman but yeah I, I I'm originally from Wisconsin, which you know you being from Canada I describe Wisconsin as the Canada of the United States um <laughs> it's very similar cultures, like lots of lakes, lots of beer and lots of like fishing and hunting and outdoor, you know, Northwood snow type, uh, activities. So, um, and very, like very friendly laid back people that would just rather be like, yeah, stranger here, take a beer, come hang out, you know? Um, so yeah, grew up fishing all the time.
0: Nice. What else, what else are you into?
1: Um, man, I, I played a lot of sports growing up. I, um, and would go, I, I, loved snowboarding. Snowboarding was probably my first love. Um, uh, you know, for, um, the, you know, like younger kid and me wanted to, for a while was like, wow, professional snowboard or like just <laughs> maybe not professional, but just like go live that like mountain ski town life. And just like, you know, Dig into that, but then I, I found music and just that seemed to have a, a little bit more. It just grabbed me,
0: you know, for sure. When did you start music?
1: Um, always, um, I mean, I always sang, I think, in second grade, I like my parent teacher conferences or whatever you call those. Um, you know, my second grade teacher said, Oh, you know, love Christopher, he's a great great kid, but he's constantly singing and disrupting class because he's just singing all the time. So I think growing up, I sang a lot of time or or all the time. And then I started teaching myself guitar in in high school. Um, And then I think I wrote my first song when I was like 20 or something like that. So a little bit later than a lot of a lot of other people. But um, yeah, it was something that I always wanted to do. But I didn't think real people did I thought it was like I didn't realize that it was just a choice and um I kind of thought it was you know you had to be like you know anointed by the hand of God or whatever like uh with the bestowed the powers to to do it all um when and then I slowly but surely just realized no like that's there everyone's just humans and they uh just started doing it one day and just kept doing it and kept slowly but surely getting better um so that now they can do it full time so
0: yeah like there's levels to it and it's like with anything you you only ever see the top 0.001% so you you think in that way like oh i'm not bob dylan so i can't be i can't be a musician
1: exactly right? exactly yeah. And, and especially, and I think a lot of it too um, comes down to like exposure to people that are doing it. So, you know, growing up in Appleton, Wisconsin, uh, there weren't, you know, I didn't run into, I didn't meet any professional, you know, working musicians that were just like doing it every day. And so that's when, when I moved to Nashville, that's when it really started like sinking in of like, whoa, I'm meeting all of these people that aren't famous, that aren't, you know, blah, 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 but like are full time living and working as musicians. And it's like, it's not just like, you don't have to be, you know, Adele or Taylor Swift or like, you know, this massive thing. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of other people dedicating their life to music and art and, and just figure out how to make it work. I had a a guitar teacher too, too, that he is one of my favorite things that he ever said. He said, yeah, it was, we were kind of just talking about it all. And he said, yeah, you know, like some people, you know, they go to work and then they, they, uh, you know, they go golfing or they go do XYZ hobby. And he's like, me and my friends, we just like, we make records with our, with our, like, we, we go to work and then we go and make records. And I thought that was a really cool thing where I was like, oh, yeah, like, it's just like this, this fun little hobby that can be more, more and more serious. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I've noticed where I'm at, some of my favorite bands in the world are just local bands that have full time jobs outside of music. And they play a little hour gig every couple months. And that's it. Totally. in my opinion, they should and could go on and just be famous and they're that next level talent. And it just goes to show that if even if you don't make it, you can still be great. And it, totally. it's there's a lot, a lot to it. Come on, you parents, open
2: your heads. It's time you heard your children. Times they are changing, and they always will. So forget what you know and listen. Come on, you fathers, soften your hearts.
1: No, it's not your fault. Your fathers
2: never opened up. But you don't. Religions. It's okay, we can settle down. Cause there's no love in the shame. For darkness, I love God If a man can't love a man, I don't really care to belong Because my friends are lovers and I love them So if you send them to hell
0: And actually this kind of segues into your new EP that you guys have coming out called the show. Sure. And so that comes out April 30th. I read that it kind of dabbles with the idea of being famous. It's kind of like the, maybe the road to it. Maybe maybe I'll let you just kind of speak on that for a second.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think the songs that ended up kind of coming together, some of them, it wasn't like we sat down and wrote this project um, like, Okay, hey, we want to say this, and we're writing this like right now. Um, it was more we've got a lot, a lot, a lot of songs, and these ones seem to fit together and kind of have they kind of have like this through line narrative a little bit. Um, and I think a lot of it has has to do with my personal just like confusion and struggle with with the music career and and constantly questioning whether or not. It's okay to do. Um, in a way, it, it, it feels. How do you mean? Um, You know, just the idea of standing on a stage and like the nonverbal communication of one per- being on a stage and quote unquote asking for everyone else to be silent while you are speaking or singing m- my thoughts you know, into a microphone for an hour. Right. Like there's some inherent, um, just like, man, that's, that's kind of a big responsibility. Like you don't not, you don't just like get to do that. Like in a, in other conversations, you don't just, uh, I don't know. So I think there's just some struggle with, um, self-promotion and stuff of like, okay, how much is this like, you know, me wanting people's attention and validation versus me just being in love with music and wanting to share it. And and I think that I've probably had a decent amount of just like insecurity for a while and it's gotten in my own way of just being like, no, this is music. Other people love it. Honor that and, you know, make it and put it out um, for other people. So yeah, I don't know.
0: You're basically explaining... The exact definition of imposter syndrome, right? Like, I,
1: yeah, I guess.
0: Uh, and yeah. I mean, everybody struggles with it. From what you hear, but I think, I think it's that's that's why it's such a insane concept is because you're not forcing the people to come see you, right? right. They're doing it on their own accord. They want to see you. They love your music. Your music's amazing. Like your voice is amazing that your new single from the EP is just, it's perfect. It sounds so great. And there's a reason why people are coming to see it. And I, I get that, like even on a smaller scale, Mm -hmm. even with just this podcast and with the self-promotion thing, it it does feel weird. Right. Like, like for, even for me to be talking to you, it feels weird for me to, be in this position to be talking to such a talented musician and i think everyone deals with that on their own level like mm-hmm. from ground floor to you to like like you said taylor swift mm-hmm. i'm sure at, at a certain point on her rise to fame mm-hmm. and even now she still deals with like the the media and critics and things like that so i think no matter what level that's why imposter syndrome has a name Cause it isn't just a psychological phenomenon where you don't feel like you belong. Totally. But you do because people are coming on their own. You're not forcing it.
1: Well, but so that's where, that's where I will actually just push back a little bit because in the beginning, nobody was coming nobody knows who you are no and I was bad you know like right. the first time I stepped on stage I wasn't good man I promise you it's been bad for a long time and so there's this weird that and that's where some of that struggle was with with like you know it, I definitely now now like only the past year two years have really settled into okay no like hey you're supposed to be doing this and like now you really got to double down and and really just let go of all that other bullshit and start focusing on how to do the best possible job um that you can. But man, for a while it was like, oh, you know, pay attention to me. Like, oh, you know, <laughs> try to because it's so hard when you're built when you're first starting something out, um to 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 build it and to and to like be able to get the opportunities that help you grow as well. So uh, yeah I don't know but I don't know at the end of the day like you said like everyone's just humans you know so it's like I don't know we're all just yeah
0: and it's all about like seeing that goal and you always you'll always compare yourself to the top one percent like we talked about Mm -hmm. like that's what being a musician is in your head Mm -mm. so it's like on I'm still on the road there like people always feel like they're never good enough. And it's, it's just that setting a goal and to get there, you got to take each individual step, but you can only, you want to make the leap, but that's not how fame happens. Like we were talking about being famous. That's not how reaching goals happens. It doesn't happen in one step. You have to take those steps. Totally. And, And I know what you mean with like the promotion thing that it's so weird. And especially in today's, like today's market, like the, the music industry is so diluted with just, I mean, everyone's got a voice now, especially with the internet. Totally. So to TikTok. Be, right. Like people are starting to write songs that are a minute long just because TikTok is the only way people consume things. Mm-hmm. And it's just the whole industry is changing and it's just like to be famous and to be successful, there's marketing, it's, it's a business. There's, it's not just like, it doesn't matter how talented you are. Right. Right. Like, I mean, you're a better singer than hundreds of famous pop stars, but that doesn't matter right it, oh, yeah. it's about luck, it's about marketing, it's about selling your soul to the to the record companies sometimes maybe
1: it's yeah, it's a little bit of both i think I think it's some of that sometimes, and then other times there's just you know there's songs or when someone just says something and it just strikes a chord like you know i don't know you know it it's uh yeah i i I don't really know but i sure (laughs) as hell am glad i'm not like in middle school right now with tiktok and instagram and all these like it's so hard for me as an adult to like handle the emotional like what the hell is going on with all this um i can't even imagine being like that age and and trying to sort through socially what all that different stuff means yeah it's so weird it is so weird
0: i know and i and you i see it all the time too like my son's 10 years old okay and he they know all the songs that are tiktok famous they really? know they know dances they it's just and i, I worry about it as being like the the attention span that the kids are going to have it's right i don't know it's it's worrisome
1: it, yeah no it <laughs> definitely is but then it's like okay are we just like the old people that are like oh it's next generation like you know that definitely which, which <laughs> is exactly what it is yeah so i don't know
0: it's wild oh i'm trying to think of a quote like i used to i feel like it's from the simpsons like I used to be with it, and then they changed what it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever that yeah, that is, yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what's happening.
1: Yeah, no i i, I fully I fully believe that it's it's and kind of to that point again. It's like the, you know, we grew up listening to mu- musicians and like you know the whole idea of like being a rock star, or whatever. It's like the rock stars nowadays are like YouTubers and TikTokers, you know. Yeah. Analog music is old, you know, it's like, which is funny. And uh, yeah, I don't know, but it's just funny stuff. I know. That, Um, that the show is kind of, so a lot of it is just, it's touching on this idea of fame culture and like the kind of obsession and need for attention Um, and, and navigating, you know, how I've interacted with that, but then also just kind of like the fear of it, in general. So that's kind of the through, the through line, I think, in, in the um, EP.
0: Yeah. So how's the music scene right now in Nashville?
1: Starting to come back to life in a, in a, in a good way. Um, Yeah. I think as the vaccines just continue to roll out, people are feeling more and more comfortable and, and I'm very, very excited about that um, because yeah i don't, I don't know. know we've we've just missed it big time um and so it's, it's exciting um that we're gonna it feels like there's light at the end of the tunnel of hey we're gonna be able to start interacting and doing doing things with people now
0: yeah i uh i follow a few comedians that are based out of nashville i, I believe nate Bargatze and yep. the, theo vaughn and oh i didn't
1: know that theo vaughn is in nashville but okay yeah.
0: Yeah. So like, I see that they're starting to play some shows there. And I was wondering if the same was for, for music. And I, I think I heard you guys have a show right away.
1: Yeah. So we actually have a show on Wednesday, Thursday and Friday this week. Um, the Wednesday one is a college drive-in show in Indiana. Um, and then Thursday is uh, my friends and some guys that are in, in the band, arts fishing clubs, kind of a conglomerate, there's guys in and out. And it's just kind of how Nashville is, but um, they, they have an instrumental band, uh, the Donaldson Broncos. And so uh, that's like this super cool jazz fusion ba- band. And so they're doing a, a set and then I'm sitting in with them for a little while. Um, and then, yeah, on Friday, we've got a rooftop show. So it's a lot of like outdoor type right type shows and socially distanced shows but it's coming back so
0: excited and actually the drummer for one of my favorite bands umfries mcgee he's in nashville now oh yeah
1: right right on i love Humphreys. yeah
0: yeah so i mean i still can't get down there our borders are closed right so like i can't even travel across the border to come see shows once they like they're starting to release dates and stuff and i i'm just not able to do it yet
1: really okay yeah that is a major bummer. So w- w- would you, do you do that a lot? Do you travel a lot to go see bands?
0: Yeah. Like year round.
1: Like no New, way.
0: New York is a, is a typical four or five times a year. Usually. Okay. B- about a 10 hour drive from where I'm at. Okay, cool. And <clears throat> so Boston, Portland, New York, anything within that range all the way to like, probably DC is the furthest that I consider for a drive. It's about 13 hours. Okay. And then anything else we we sometimes fly like I we like to fly into Denver. We've hit Red Rocks and okay, did a, cool. some New Year's runs there and stuff. So, but now I, I just don't know when I'll be allowed to even cross the border and do do those runs anymore.
1: Right, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hopeful that it's co- it's going to come back kind of sooner than later i don't know i think within the year hopefully it
0: feels like it yeah
1: it definitely feels like it hopefully because for a while like it right at january february it was still kind of bleak and it felt like oh nothing's coming back and then all of a sudden it just the the energy i think once spring hit and the vaccines have been rolling out pretty good um
0: regulations started changing a bit too like um some of the festivals started dropping dates mm-hmm. and announcements, and then you realize that they're being a little more lenient with outdoor shows. So like outdoor festivals just seem to hopefully come right back. And totally, I mean, it's a little hopeful. Uh, I'm hoping that this is the year that it just kind of starts opening up with the vaccines, like you said, and everything gets back to normal musically. Definitely. Um, anyways, man, this has been fucking cool. This is awesome for me. I, I love you guys' new EP. I just listened to it today. Hey, appreciate and it. So it's out April 30th. Uh, you guys got three shows this weekend. And may, this probably won't be out before those shows, but.
1: Right. Yeah, no worries.
0: But uh, yeah, Arts Fishing Club. Arts Fishing Club. Art, yeah,
1: Arts <laughs> is Fishing Club. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> right on, man. Uh, Christopher, it's been awesome. Thanks so much for doing this.
1: Yeah, appreciate you, Chris.
0: Cheers, man. I'll be in touch.
1: All right. Have a good one. You too.
0: Hey guys, if you're still here listening and you haven't done so already, you might as well take a minute and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All these links can be found at liveinthedream506.com. Thank you for your support and keep dreaming.